0: Hello, and welcome to Jokestrap, the podcast with Wes Hoffman. Here, Wes will talk about various things, including life as a comedian and his love of sports. Hence the name, Jokestrap. There is no set schedule for this podcast, so if you end up liking an episode and want to hear more, just follow it on SoundCloud or subscribe on iTunes, and we'll see you there. For now, enjoy this episode of Jokestrap. Why hello everyone. Welcome to Joke Strap. Uh this is episode 49. I'm Wes Hoffman. I am your host and I am the only guy you'll be hearing throughout this episode. <laughs> Suck it up and listen to me, will ya? Anyway, it is December 21st, 2018. Uh glad to have you here listening if that's what you're doing. Um you might be just uh playing the audio and not listening. Um some people just like to watch the little ticker um, as it goes by And they're like Oh wow he spoke for 30 minutes And I did not listen That was awesome um, I don't know why you'd waste your time like that But um, apparently that's a thing people do Seriously I don't know if that's a thing people do But if you're doing it right now Well I could talk anything I want about you Because you're not actually listening um, That's weird That's what I think Anyway um, It's weirder than me just sitting here talking By myself Uh <laughs> hope everyone's doing good uh it's holiday season it's uh christmas uh it's coming up um if you celebrate Kwanzaa or if you celebrated Hanukkah hanukkah I felt like was a lot earlier this year um seemed to be a bit earlier um but you know you had first dibs on all the gifts congrats um anyway uh I'm gonna be doing um, some celebrating with my family uh Christmas Eve and Christmas day um Pretty low key. Um, but uh, looking forward to it. Uh, it'll be fun. Be nice to have a few days off work. It was a crazy work week. Uh, I'm talking about the day job. It was cray, 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 cray. cray. See, the thing is with my job, um, we have a main competitor, and our main competitor is not going to be open next week. So a lot of their normal clients came to me, my company. Uh, just for next week only which is nice to get that extra business for a week but it's kind of annoying to set things up just for one week and have them leave you (sighs) man women I mean companies they're crazy anyway um yeah so uh December or I'm sorry November 30th I believe it was I did a show in Hayward um and uh, it was at a Vikings clubhouse it's a A biker bar, motorcycle bar, a bar for motorcyclists, and it's usually close to the public, but for this comedy show, it was open to the public, and uh, they do a showcase followed by an open mic. Um, They asked me to do the showcase that night, so I was like, okay, I will do it, and uh, they give you a little bit of gas money and about $10 worth in uh, drink tickets, which uh, I was like, okay, you know, not much, but a nice little perk. If you don't drink, you can exchange your $10 worth in drink tickets for $5 in cash, uh, which really seems weird. Why would you do that? I mean, obviously, if you don't drink, you're going to do that. But it's kind of like a slap in the face if you don't drink. (laughs) So anyway, um, yeah, Uh, I had a few beers that night. Um, I still have some tickets left over. So maybe I'll just go on a night when I'm not performing <laughs> and have some drinks. I don't know. Anyway, um, I digress. It was a tough show for me personally. Um, it was my first show in a while. Um, most of November I did not perform. I was traveling and doing other stuff. And uh, so that show was the first one I had in a while. And I was trying to do some new bits, and uh, there was one line I couldn't even pronounce correctly. Like, I tried to say a sentence, like, five different times, and I couldn't. Uh, There was a lady who had, like, a, a dog with her in the crowd, and the dog barked during my set. Didn't bark during anyone else's set, but barked during mine. Thanks, dog. Um yeah, so it was an interesting night. Um, <clears throat> it was fun, though. I had a lot of fun. There was a lot of good comedians there. Um, Jeanette Morin was on the show. Uh, we also had... Um, shit. Who else do we have? Uh, Jen Gonzalez was on the show. Um, Jen probably had the best set of the night, to be honest. She closed out the showcase portion, I believe. And uh, she had, like, the best set, I thought. Um yeah most of us struggled <laughs> like it was just like people were staring at us on stage, and there was like no response um yeah, it was a while ago, so I can't really remember who was on that showcase, but <clears throat> it was a fun night anyway, <clears throat> after that, I did a show uh Wednesday, December fifth uh in Concord at Clayton Valley Bowl, and uh that was fun to be out that way uh my former roommate Jeremy uh he lives in the that area now so he came out to watch that show so that was cool to see him and catch up with him for a bit and uh ended up uh they do it in the lounge area at the bowling alley um they don't actually do it in the bowling lanes themselves in case you're wondering it's not like oh your first comedian will be on lane 5 and your second comedian is going to be on lane 7 um no that's not how it worked although That'd be kind of cool, you know, like um, you have to finish your joke before the bowler knocks down all the pins kind of thing. I don't know. I don't know if I'm on something there or not, but just a thought that crossed my mind. It's like your time's up. That's the light. <laughs> That's the strike. Um, but yeah, it's in the lounge area at the bowling alley and uh, ooh, it, I had a fun time there. Uh, it's the first time I've ever done a show where the host, who happened to be uh, Mean Dave on this night, uh, introduced me as a regular at Rooster Tea Feathers. And uh, I don't know, it felt kind of weird hearing that from someone <laughs> like saying that. I mean, even though I haven't had my first weekend work there, I am still considered a regular now. So I was like, oh, that is true. <laughs> That's a pretty cool intro. That's a lot better than the intros I've been using in the past, I guess. So that was cool. That was fun. That was a good show. Uh, I've been working on a new bit recently. Um <coughs> has to do with emotional support animals, and I don't care where you stand on the whole issue of it. Uh, just I think it's just too easy to get one, um, and that's what my, my new joke is about. Um, so I've been working that one out a lot recently. And it's been going rather well. Um, so, I had a fun night at Clayton Valley Bowl. Uh, the following night, I went to uh, um, Copyright in San Francisco. Uh, and Copyright, prior to the showcase, uh, they do an open mic. And uh, so I was watching the open mic for a little bit. And then I saw Terry Dorsey, who runs the show at Copyright, and... Uh, said hello to him, and he said, hey. And I thought it was set. I thought he knew I was there. I thought he recognized me. Uh, It turns out he did not recognize me. So the whole showcase, I'm waiting to go up, and the night's going on. I was like, damn, when is Terry going to put me up? And then finally he gets up posting, and he's like, okay, we got two comics left. I was like, "Uh uh-oh. So I went over to Terry, and I was like, so am I closing this bitch out, or what's going on? And he's like, oh, man, that's you. And I was like, Yeah. It's me. And he goes, I thought you recognized me when you said hello. And he's like, no, I just, it's like, I was like, this guy looks familiar, but I didn't know it was you. So that was pretty funny. Um, so he, he ended up still getting me on stage. He didn't recognize me because uh, he hadn't seen me since I shaved off my beard. So he puts me on stage. Um, he introduces me saying that, saying that he hadn't recognized me um, because I had shaved my beard. So I went up there, and I was like, man, if I had known Terry hadn't recognized me, I would have robbed him or something. But then I was like, obviously I would have failed at that, because, you know, Terry's a lot bigger than I am. I would have never been successful robbing him. But anyway, um, so I was having a pretty good set that night. um, And I was having fun and talking or whatever. And uh, there was a point, like, right after i i did a bit about um dating or something <laughs> uh this girl at the bar like really loudly goes bye like that and everyone like turns to look at her and i was like so i had no choice but to like call her out like so i looked at her and i was like what did you say and she said i said bye and i was like uh what are you saying I had just started uh, doing my bit um, about uh, having heart surgery. So I was like, are you saying like I didn't have heart surgery and you don't believe me? And she's all, no, I'm not saying that. Just bye. And I was like, okay. And then I tell the audience, and I was like, wow, I, I am sorry that I acknowledged her, you guys. And then she says, uh, tripping over her words as she says it, she says, I, I'm sorry that I acknowledged you, too. Uh, I was like, well, thanks. I'm I'm glad we have this heart-to-heart. And uh, that actually got a lot of laughs from the audience. Uh, <laughs> I even heard a couple guys uh, in the audience say, oh, you know, he was talking about heart surgery, so he's... And I was like, okay, cool, sick reference, yeah. And <laughs> I thought it was funny that he was explaining it to his friend. That's always fun to hear in the audience, like you hear someone explaining your joke to someone else. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, so it... It turned out to be a fun show. I'm glad uh, I didn't get it would have sucked to like sit through that entire show and not even be put on at all. I mean, granted it was a good show, but I had gone out to San Francisco to do it, so good thing I was able to get in there last minute. (laughs) And it was a fun room. I had never been there before, so uh yeah, copyright in San Francisco is a fun room. And uh the following week, uh, on the 10th, I ended up doing just a, like a little open mic uh, at Woodhams uh, nearby where I live in uh, Santa Clara. Um, Woodhams Sports Lounge, fun open mic run by Pete Munoz. Did a little bit uh work there. Um, and then on Tuesday the 11th, I was supposed to do a show at a Winter's Tavern in Pacifica, California. Uh, but the whole day I was feeling like shit. Uh, I wasn't feeling very good. So I ended up canceling that show. Just kind of sucked because I was looking forward to that show. Uh, but yeah, it did not happen. So that's just the way it goes. Had to cancel that one, uh, rest up a little bit. Uh, the following day, the 12th, I was feeling better. I ended up checking out a show at Rooster Tea Feathers, one of their sh- new talent showcases on Wednesday nights. Uh, it's where you have to get your start if you want to work out Rooster feathers. Is you have to start on Wednesday nights. Um, but yeah, I just went over to watch, check out some of the comedians that were there. Guys like Edward Rubin and Rachel D and, uh, Pat Griffin were all there. So, so I was just, just there to watch. Jordan Thulis had an amazing set. That guy's hella funny. Um, but yeah, I was watching them. Plus, uh, Larry Bubbles Brown was there closing it out. So, of course, talk to him a little bit. And uh, yeah, Uh, so it was fun just hanging out that night. Um, Had a good time. Um, I got a a couple upcoming shows here. Uh, Let's see. So December 26th, the day after Christmas, I will be at a place called Retro Junkie uh, in Walnut Creek. Um, So if you're looking for something to do around the holidays, (laughs) uh, come on out to Retro Junkie. Um, I mean the name obviously you know it's a fancy place uh, yeah that show's gonna be at 8.30 um, swing on bass, swing on through uh, it'll be a fun time I'm sure uh, Shanti, I think it's Shanti Charen I believe that's how you pronounce her last name uh, she'll be headlining, she's a great comic so it'll be a fun show, looking forward to that one and then I'm super stoked for a couple shows I have coming up on New Year's Eve uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun uh, it's going to be in Martinez, California at the Martinez-Campbell Theater. I know the name is confusing. You're like, wait, is it in Martinez or is it in Campbell? Well, it's in Martinez. Uh, so two shows. We're doing a show at 7.15 p.m. and then going to do a countdown for the East Coast, uh, the New Year's New Year's celebration on the e- East Coast, and then uh, another show at 10 p.m. and then in that show we're going to have the countdown for the West West Coast. Uh, So it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Looking forward to those shows for sure. Uh, Kirk McHenry will be headlining that show. Uh, So it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, If you want tickets to that show, check out CocoComedy.com. The show will definitely, uh, I'm assuming both shows will definitely sell out. Uh, Comedy shows are always a fun thing to do for New Year's Eve. So... (laughs) And I know we would definitely appreciate the support. And if you're worried about uh, offensive material, uh, you don't really need to be because both shows will be actually on the cleaner side. Um, So come on out. uh, Have some laughs. And it's going to be a great time again at the Martinez Campbell Theater. Okay. Now that I'm done promoting the hell out of myself, let's talk about some sports. What's up? Okay. (laughs) So... let's first talk uh, about baseball and what's going on with the Oakland A's. Now, the Oakland A's, um, I believe I touched on it maybe in the last one, they released a new rendering of what they want their proposed ballpark to be. and uh, Really, I just don't want to get into it too much because it's just a proposal. At this point, I'm not going to believe anything until I actually see it. So, right now, it's just an idea. Uh, It doesn't mean anything's going to happen. They want to build a ballpark at Howard Terminal. And then they want to redevelop the current Oakland Coliseum site. And uh, make it into, like, a field for youth to play. And add, like, apartments and whatever over there. And it's great. I mean, great ideas. But until that shovel goes in the ground and they start building, uh, you can't really believe any of it's going to happen uh, we've seen like four or five different renderings in the past years and uh, none of them have come to fruition so why expect anything different <laughs> you know you try to be optimistic yeah of course like i really want it to happen but do i expect it all to happen i don't know i don't know anyway um but they are making some moves um in terms of the roster this off season. Now, they need to get some starting pitching. That is their main focal point. Uh, They've said that they need to get starting pitching. Uh, They got some pitching over the uh, past couple days, uh, but it's not starting pitching. It's relief pitching. Uh, They signed uh, Joaquin Soria to a two-year deal, uh, I believe worth $15 million. Um, He's a former closer, um, so he'll be going in the bullpen and basically replacing... uh, Juris Familia, who uh, rejoined the Mets uh, during this offseason. Familia, the A's, traded for during last season from the Mets. And now Familia is going back to the Mets, who he is very familiar with. Ah. Um, But yeah, so Soria basically replaces Familia in that bullpen. And then the A's today, um, they had been working or there was talks they were working on trying to re their second baseman, all-star Jed Lowry, to a deal. Now, Jed Lowry is currently about 34 years old, 35 years old. So I wasn't really too keen on the idea of re-signing him after one like spectacular season. <laughs> I was like, eh, I don't know if that's what we want to do. Uh, anyway, it looks like the A's have given up their thoughts of re-signing Lowry to a deal um, as they made a trade today with two other teams, uh, a trade involving the Tampa Bay Rays, and the Texas Rangers, the A's get, um, pro Profar, uh, from the Texas Rangers, uh, second baseman. Uh, the A's ended up getting rid of Eli White, uh, prospect in their minor league system, and also, uh, pitcher Emilio Pagan, as well as a draft pick, uh, in the deal. Um, so, they didn't really give up a whole lot. I think uh, they got a good player out of Jerks and Profar. Profar is only twenty five years old. Uh, he'll be the second baseman, and uh, he is also also like Jed Lowry. Uh, he is a switch hitter, so it'll be nice to have. Um, it'll be interesting to see what the Oakland A's do with uh, Franklin Barreto going forward. I thought Franklin Barreto was the heir apparent to Lowry and would be the one to take. Take over if the A's didn't re sign Lowry, but that doesn't seem to be the case. And I don't know how long you can just keep uh, Barreto as a bench warmer. I mean, I'm sure somebody would want to try to give him a chance as a starter. So maybe they trade Barreto now uh, to try to acquire some starting pitching for a change. Uh, their starting pitching is basically already all injured for 2019. <laughs> Sean Maniah is recovering from shoulder surgery. A.J. Puck, a prospect, is recovering from Tommy John surgery. Jarrell Cotton will be gone a portion of the season recovering from Tommy John surgery. Um, Yeah, it's just a mess for their rotation. So they need to find some guys. Trevor Cahill signed with the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim uh, in Orange County of California uh Southern California area. Um he signed with them on a one year deal for nine million. Nine million for Trevor Cahill. What? Crazy. Um the Angels are crazy. The Angels are crazy. Uh but yeah. So Cahill won't be back with the A's. So the A's, yes. They need to find starting pitching. And uh that'll be nice. And I hope they can uh re sign Jonathan LaCroix, the catcher. Be nice to Get him back in the mix with the A's, but we'll see. I haven't heard anything about that. Um, the San Jose Sharks, uh, hockey. Um, they do really good, and then they look really bad. It's like a different team every time I watch them. Um, Martin Jones has a great game. Uh, what night was that? Tuesday night. He gets a shutout. Wins four to nothing. Uh, against Minnesota, and then uh was it Minnesota, yeah, I think it was Minnesota, anyway, he wins four to nothing, and then Thursday night yesterday against Winnipeg, he for whatever reason, comes out of the net twice and trying to get the puck and fails, and Winnipeg scores both times. <laughs> So Winnipeg ended up winning 5-3 to yesterday. I was at that game. It was good for a little while. <laughs> and then I was like, what happened? Ah! Um Anyway, the Sharks are now 18-12-5 on the season. Um, still not a bad record. Just you like to see a little bit more consistency with the team. Um, there's been a lot of talk, speculation, that Eric Carlson, their big uh, trade Uh, Off-season acquisition uh, will not return to the Sharks if the Sharks don't have a really good season. like The chances of him re-signing won't be very good, Um, but we'll see. And that's another thing. The Sharks need Eric Carlson to pick it up a bit. Um, He's doing okay, but it's not the guy the Sharks expected to get. Um, Also, Brent Burns needs to pick it up a bit. One guy who's really picked it up this year is Joe Pavelski. Um, He's got over 20 goals now On this season And that that's a guy that's in his contract year And he's playing like it So I don't know Pavelski, Logan Couture They're having great seasons uh, The rest of the team Timo Meyer also is having a wonderful season um, The rest of the team Kind of needs to pick it up a bit Hopefully that'll happen So yeah uh, that's the San Jose Sharks. Uh, the San Francisco 49ers. Hey, they beat the Seattle Seahawks in their last game. What? So that was pretty cool. Uh, they beat them in overtime as Robbie Gold got the game-winning field goal. Um, so that was awesome. Uh, congratulations to the 49ers on beating a rival. Uh, keeping the Seahawks out of the playoffs for the time being. That was the best part for the 49ers to win that game. Other than that, it didn't really mean much, but have that little meaning behind it. <laughs> Makes a big deal. So congrats to the 49ers on that win. Um, A lot of uh, people, well, not a lot of people, but there's some fans that would say, oh, man, I wish the Niners would just lose the rest of the season so we could get the first draft pick. Um, I don't know. I'd never like to see a team just fold like that just to get a draft pick. You always want to see the team try to succeed even if they're not doing well. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I don't know. Is that just me? I don't know. Anyway, um, so yeah, Forty ers have a couple more games left this season, and then uh, that'll be it. They're four and ten now, I believe. Are they four and ten? Or are they four and eleven? Is there two games or one game left? I don't know. Let me check. Dun 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 dun. do do. Please hold as Wes looks this up on Google. Ah, la 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 Doo-doo. yeah, the record is four and ten, so they have two games left, all right, and uh you're welcome for that uh music interlude, maybe I should have recorded that, I could use that more often, um, but yeah, so that's forty ers for ya, and then uh we let's see what in basketball, the golden State warriors um. Uh man, the Golden State Warriors they're twenty one and eleven. So, you know, they're they're not being that dominating team like everyone's expecting them to be or was expecting them to be, so <laughs> they're beatable. Um Curry missed some time and uh Yeah. Anyway, they're twenty one eleven still is not bad. Um they're third overall right now in the Western Conference, so can't be too upset about that in the long run so so that's your update on all things sports as far as i'm concerned (laughs) uh anyway guys uh i believe that's gonna conclude it for this episode okay right calm down okay Um, I hope you all have a wonderful Christmas A wonderful holiday Uh, Whatever you're doing uh, Be safe And Make sure I don't know I was going to try to come up with something clever there But uh, be good to each other And I'll see you next time On Jokestrap Bye (laughs) Bye